welcome to another edition of the PHNX D-backs podcast right here at PHNX. My name is Derek Montia. Of course, I am your mayor of PHNX. That's why I'm here. I'm checking up on people, making sure everybody's behaving. Shane isn't. We know that for sure. But of course, I'm joined by my vice mayor, my co-host, my friend, the one and only Thunderstick Jesse Friedman. Well, Derek, when your best player signs an extension... There's no limit to how many days you can talk about it. We can just go on and on and on. And we get to do that again today, even in more detail than we have so far. It's going to be fun. We may or may not have a lot of off-season activity to talk about with this team, Jesse. So uh, we're going to take whatever we can get. Most importantly, though, the best player on the Arizona Diamondbacks is going to be an Arizona Diamondback for a very long time. Of course, this show is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use our code of PHNX and get down. New customers can get down on a college hoops deal uh, where you'll bet just $5 on any college hoops team to win their tournament game as as this tournament is winding down. uh, And you will get $200 in free bets if they do win their game. And shout out to Josh in our uh, comments. Thank you guys so much. We love you guys being here and especially when we have good news to talk about. Cattell Marte has signed a five-year extension with the Arizona Diamondbacks. We have talked about it already on the show, but today we're going to get into it a little more. First, Jesse, before we do, before we break down the deal and look at some of the, uh, uh, I guess, details and finer points of what he's going to receive over the next five years, what was your initial reaction to this deal as far as whether or not the Arizona Diamondbacks got a, got a good deal with, with this extension? My first reaction, Derek, was I don't know why Cattell Marte's camp took this deal. <laughs> I had a it, very uh, similar reaction. There's team friendly, and then there's what what Cattell Marte just signed with the Diamondbacks. And I mean, obviously, this is still you know a great thing for you know him and his family moving forward. It's still you know seventy six million dollars is still a lot of money, but um, I mean, you know, Marcus Semien and Corey Seager, based on what they just got over this last off season, you feel like Cattell left some money on the table here, at least potentially. So, um, all in all, I guess that's good for the Diamondbacks. I mean, like we said, he's their best player. I think it's pretty abundantly clear that that's the case. And, uh, he's here through 2027, possibly 2028, depending on if the Diamondbacks pick up a very team friendly $13 million club option, which, I mean, that's that feels like a no brainer, even, you know, seven years away or six years away from that, whatever we are. So, yeah, um, it's a it's an incredible, incredible deal. And by the way, I agree with you 100 percent. That was my same reaction. That was my same feeling. It wasn't really I mean, it's not really like Cattell Marte got screwed on this deal or wow, they really took advantage. No. Yeah. You know, he's still getting paid a significant amount of money. I think at the end of the day, that's really what it comes down to for some baseball players. They uh, are are receiving tens of millions of dollars a year to play a sport they love. And he really does love being here in Arizona. You said that he is the best player on that team. Mike Hazen 100% would agree with you about him being the best player on the team. He said that today during the press conference to announce the extension. Cattell Marte just said that he really loves everybody there. The coaching staff, the team, the organization – he just loves the Arizona Diamondbacks and being part of this franchise. I think that factors in here, but I also think that, uh, you know, he said a number of times that these these details, the extension, the idea of extending his contract wasn't something really that was on his mind, 
right? These are things that he wasn't really focused on. You can't help but think, though, that there was a lot of talk about him being traded and such, and that there was a lot of uncertainty about his future. There's, There's got to be just kind of this sigh of relief of knowing that you're going to be with a team you want to be with for an extended period of time. He, in fact, said he wants to retire as an Arizona Diamondback. Wow. Yeah. We'll see if that happens, of course, you know, but like you said, and, uh, he he is uh, MLB.com. Hey, right? I mean, I... I'm sorry, we're losing you, Jesse. Uh, but he is MLB.com's top second baseman for 2022. So uh, as far as, you know, uh, his value to this team goes, you're absolutely right what you said earlier. There's a very good chance that Cattell Marte could have gotten much more money than this on the open market or from another team or as a free agent. So, uh, but let's take a look at that deal with, with a little few, few details as far as what he's going to receive this season. He's already under contract for 8.4 million. Uh, His club options were 10 and 12 million previously for 2023 and 2024. Uh, So no, those have been bumped up to 11 million and 13 million per year. Uh, Then we have two seasons of him receiving 16 million 2027, 14 million. And like you said, Jesse, that club option for 13 million in 2028 with a $3 million buyout. So he'll get that 3 million at least for 2028, which means the Diamondbacks would only be on hook on the hook for 10 million for him to be uh, still a member of this team in 2028. So uh, I imagine that club option uh, most likely will be a no brainer, but uh, we're not William Boer, so we can't tell the future. Of course, uh, but this is for John Heyman and Zach Buchanan and uh, reporting on on this uh, financial details. And I, I really do think that the Arizona Diamondbacks once again got a steal like they have in the past a couple of times, including with Cattell Marte on uh, on on the contract on a big contract like this. It's just it's crazy to me that those middle years are only it tops out at 16 million. I mean, you think about Cattell Marte, a player who finished fourth in MVP voting just a few years ago. I mean, for that guy to play potentially his entire major league career, maxing out at 16 million off of extensions that, you know, he signed well in advance. It's pretty crazy. Um, But like you said, I mean, this is just, you know, I mean, there are a lot of guys similar to Cattell Marte who are approached with offers like this all the time. You know, teams who want to get these guys under team control way early on in the process. And most guys say no. Uh, these offers are made all the time. And and usually we don't hear about them because a lot of the time players aren't interested, you know, when they feel like they have a chance to bounce back. They have a chance to prove themselves in their final years and sure. they could earn a lot more money. Cattell said yes. And and that's not something that... um you know, it's, it's certainly not a bad thing. I mean, this is the decision that, that he has decided to make. Um, and the Diamondbacks stand to, to benefit from that. Uh, obviously, there's some injury risk with Cattell. Um, you know, I mean, he only played 90 games last year. And so I think that's a big part of why the numbers are lower than we'd expect. He, he has struggled to stay on the field consistently. Um, but I mean, the good, the, the biggest news on the Diamondback side here is that he's still a very tradable asset. Um, and not very that we want to so. go too, not that we want to go too crazy down that road, but yeah, you're a monster, by the way. Uh, I am. I so am. <laughs> I, I don't like that talk out of the gate, but you're right because it's a very team friendly contract, very team friendly. If he starts performing at a high level, 
and the team decides that maybe they need to part ways for him or, or maybe they just receive an extremely generous offer, which could be the case considering how team-friendly this contract seems to be. Uh, you're right. He could be a, a big uh, tradable asset for this team, but let's not talk about that. That's awful, and you're awful, and <laughs> I hate when you do that. Uh, here's something interesting, though. When we talk about uh, Cattell Marte rebounding, when we talk about what we could see out of him, this is kind of uh, an eye-opening stat. Since his 2019 right All-Star bid, that was when he was a second baseman. Uh, he was an All-Star second baseman for the Arizona Diamondbacks. He has made 30 appearances at second base, eight starts since being wow. an All-Star second baseman. Uh, he has made three appearances, ten and two-thirds innings at shortstop. And he has 46 appearances in center field. So is that like 2020 and 2021 put yes. together? Like yes. since the 19th? Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. That's uh, I never would have. I mean, I guess that makes sense though, because he really hasn't been a second baseman recently. I mean, that's why we were uh, laughing the other day that MLB network had him as the best second baseman in the game. Not because it's wrong, but because he just hasn't really played there at all the last couple yeah, of he years. He hasn't earned it yet, right? Like, if he would have... I mean, and he did. He he, he he started getting back to second base at the uh, for a and, handful of games at the end of last right. season, right? But that really wasn't a big enough sample size to determine if he was going to go on to be the the best second baseman in Major League Baseball this year. It's a nice, it's a nice get, though, really, when you talk about that. That little... I, I, I imagine that you know, him being named something like that, that was going to get him more attention, more publicity, uh, was probably even more of a reason for the Arizona Diamondbacks to try to make this extension happen before he lives up to that top second baseman in Major League Baseball moniker this season. And then the bidding for him could go out of control, right? I mean, as mm -hmm. much as you like a team, as much as the money is totally enough for you, it's hard when people start throwing absurd amounts of money at you. You know, it's hard yeah. to not want to to maybe start listening to some of that right so uh but it's you know there there is something to be said about happiness right or slappiness i don't know that's an old joke already <laughs> and i can't i shouldn't be making that but i am excited for uh for for Cattell to be here i think that's the biggest thing hazen seemed very determined today when he was talking about this that now they have their guy Right. We've talked about their core. We've speculated on who could be a part of it. We've brought up Carson Kelly and Zach Gallen. We've talked about some of the younger pieces that could become part of that core, but aren't there yet. Uh, I'm still a believer in Paven Smith, and I want to talk about him uh, and, and some of his at bats today, but, uh, and we'll do that a little bit later. I just think that the Diamondbacks are now figuring that out and at this point have the opportunity to actually, like, they've saved some money now. He left some money on the table for them to go out and add the talent yeah. to this team that could take them to the next level. It's not going to happen this year. And I think that's okay. Right. I think, uh, especially looking at that Dodgers lineup yesterday, it's pretty formidable. And I yeah. don't know if there's <laughs> enough spending we're going to do in one off season to get on that level just yet, you know, but who knows what can happen. Baseball is a crazy game and the giants didn't have a jaw dropping lineup last year. And they, you know, outshined the Dodgers with Max Scherzer in their in their you know rotation. So there there is something to be said for scrappy underdogs like ourselves uh, and other teams that can, you never know what could happen. 
I just think that uh, this Cattell Marte extension is big. It sends a, uh, it sends the right message to the team. And I think to the yeah. fans, I, I really feel like the fans and, and everybody can kind of get around this deal and just be excited that this team is finally doing something to not only pay someone who deserves it, but keep them here for a considerable amount of time. One thing that stands out to me is the Diamondbacks don't have that much money on the books going forward. They really don't have that many guys, um, you know, beyond the initial rookie contracts that everyone comes uh, comes along with when you bring them up from the minors or whatnot. Um, It's Madison Bumgarner. He they have him signed through 2024. Uh, They've got Nick Ahmed through 2023. They've got David Peralta through the end of this season. Um, beyond those guys, there's not really any significant money on the books moving forward. And so the Diamondbacks are only a few years away from being in a position where they have a fair amount of flexibility. Uh, you know, they're not going to go out and spend $200 million. I think we all know that at this point, but they've spent 130, 135 in the past when the team has been in contention. And with Cattell Marte at 16 million a year, even in those peak years, there's a lot of spending room there for the Diamondbacks moving forward. There really is. There really is. And Josh Hunt has a great uh, comment there. What kind of record do we need to get to to get the owner to start going in all in financially, do you think? I honestly mm. think that if the Diamondbacks somehow pull off some sort of playoff spot, some sort of crazy jump from last year, I'm not saying it's likely. But if the Diamondbacks, even if they like, even if they miss a playoff spot, but let's say they they end the season one game over five hundred, oh my god, I would spend all the money on this team, right? Like because yeah. what a what a turnaround from how shitty they were last season to now. So I don't know why you wouldn't go all in when a team that you didn't spend very much money on can be that good, and that's that's a tall order. That's a tall task. I'm not saying that they're going to do that, <laughs> but if you're asking me. That like if they I, I don't need I don't need playoff success this year. I don't even need them in the playoffs. But if they made that big of a leap to being a 500 team or, or a few games over, then how would you how could you not? How could you not supplement the talent that's here with as much, you know, uh, spending it as you can possibly figure out? It's just not about what you spend, though. It's about how you spend it. Mike Hazen seems to be a very frugal negotiator. He seems to be the exact kind of GM you want making these deals and signing guys. I just feel like he hasn't been given the budget to do so. I don't know. That's me speculating. Mm. I do that a lot. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's, I mean, that's a tough question to answer. I, I do think that Ken Kendrick for, you know, as much flack as he receives from fans, he has shown willingness in the past to spend when the team has shown uh, signs that they're ready to take the next step. Yeah, the Diamondbacks yeah. have spent in the past, and and you and could make an argument, that, out, right? I mean, they've spent right, after right. they were good, and then once they spent the money, you're like, all right, here comes Brad Boxberger yeah. and shit. Let's go! And no, that did not <laughs> work out. And even the moves they made, you got to admit, we've had a lot. They've had some. They've had some embarrassing moves, right? But a lot of the moves they made that didn't work out weren't embarrassing at the time. They just turned out to not work out in catastrophic ways at times. But it's not like they weren't out there trying to acquire top-tier talent from other teams who were performing when they went after them. And then somehow those guys shit the bed when they came here and became an Arizona Diamondback. 
Well, it's crazy. I mean, we're only like two years away from the Diamondbacks trading for Starling Marte, who is one of oh, the best center fielders on the market. Yeah. I mean, they were they were going all in, and it wasn't just that. It was it was on the free agent side as well. Like you said, right. they were spending money at that point. So yeah, I think there's reason to be optimistic. I know people are are you know frustrated right now. We're talking about a payroll that's probably low mid ninety million range yeah. right now. It's definitely yeah. a back ten payroll in baseball. Um, but moving forward, I, I really do think it could go up. Um, and I would probably put the threshold somewhere around where you did. Uh, if the Diamondbacks are 500 this year or pretty close to 500, that's a sign that they're ready to take the next step moving forward with all these young guys. And, and I think they would respond to that. Yep. And Charles Woodall Pike says that's the conflict in my mind. Team gets better, makes a big move, immediately backfires back to the basement, rinse, lather, repeat. And yeah, like not only that, but I mean, it kind of sucks because they've done it at times with the scrappy, like not no name guys, but guys, you know, we had that whole 2011 squad and things like that. And then things just go downhill very fast where, you know, they, they, they can't build on it. They kind of have to, um, you know, get rid of guys. In a lot of cases, those guys don't end up going elsewhere and working out tremendously. We've had a couple of those that obviously make us sad, but Overall, you know, the amount of guys Diamondbacks moved on from that were kind of in their big contract phase didn't go on to make them look too bad as far as their performance elsewhere. Sure. Uh, but I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what's going to happen here with this team. I think honestly, um, what what I hope to see is just not go crazy, not, you know, like not not go crazy in one way or another. You know, but when yeah. the time is right at this point, that's why the, to be honest, the the farm system thing with the younger players that seems to make sense to me, right? Let's let's yeah. do it that way. Let's build quality players, and when the time is right, then they can go out and add that mega free agent that can be that thing that sure. gets the rotation over the hump or really makes us look like an unstoppable monster. That sounds crazy mm-hmm. now, but the Diamondbacks are just a few young guys playing at a high level you know, away from that. Yeah. Yeah. We get Alec Thomas coming in here and playing great defense and hitting over 300. uh, That changes the complex of this team completely. Right. Could tell Marte can be the best second baseman in baseball. That's going to be huge for this team. And they could have a, uh, their, their focus seems to really be on defense at this point and trying to lock things up defensively that really fell apart for them last season. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like with this Diamondbacks team, they have been it's totally it's totally accurate this narrative that in past years they've pushed in the chips and somehow they've gotten smacked in the face for it. Like it hasn't really panned out the way that you would have expected it to. But one thing I notice about the past years where they've done that is I think they were sort of backed against a wall in a sense in that when the Diamondbacks pushed their chips in, a lot of times I think it was driven by the fact that you know, Paul Goldschmidt's years were coming to an end with the team or Robbie Ray was in his walk year or, you know, there were, they were sort of on a clock in a sense, and they had to push their chips in quickly in order to capitalize on those assets. The Diamondbacks aren't going to face that in a long time for a very long time. Cattell Marte is here for a long time. And, uh, and all of these young position players, uh, are in, are in the same situation. So hopefully they don't ever find themselves in a spot where they are backed into a corner like that i feel like i'm the leonardo dicaprio meme a lot on this episode um but josh hunt said that's what the suns <laughs> did they built a core a solid core in the draft 
got to playoff contention, then added the pieces to get them to that elite level. Love to see the D-backs go that route. And it feels yeah. like that, right? Like, Cattell Marte comparably could be the Arizona Diamondbacks' Devin Booker. You know, where at this point, they they have a lot of young guys, and, and they just need to get to that point where they have that confidence in the young core to go out and add the Chris Paul and Jay Crowder, essentially, to this team yeah. that can change the complex of it. So it's exciting mm-hmm. to see. And I, I think at the very least things are are looking a bit brighter for the Arizona Diamondbacks with this extension. It doesn't feel as bleak as it has in the past. And I know we make jokes about Zach Gallen not sticking around, but again, sure. that's just <laughs> that's just jokes. That's just speculation. We hope to see Zach Gallen sign in a similar extension and stay with this team for a long time. We hope to see him have success. But with him being a Scott Boris client, that seems a little less likely. And if they do, sure. I'm not sure if they're going to get anywhere close to nearly as as, as a, a team-friendly yeah. deal as they got here with Cattell Marte. So let's just be happy with it. Let's just let's just take this one as a win for all of us, including Marte and his family, because that's really the it gives him the peace of mind that he wants, and he really loves being here. So he doesn't have to worry about leaving. And I don't see any reason mm-hmm. why the Arizona Diamondbacks even have to think about trading him now. Uh, then or at any point so we'll yeah. see how this progresses and most importantly we'll see how this translates over to you know his performance on the field you never know where uh being happy like this can especially in a mental game like baseball can really help you just play the game that much that much better that's true that's true yeah i mean i think Cattell is is probably about as ease as um as he's ever been really. I mean, he has nothing to worry about moving forward. And, and I think you're right that the diamondbacks, like as much as I, you know, will still mention the possibility of trading him down, down the line, diamondbacks aren't going to trade Cattell Marte, you know, two, three months after they sign him to an extension. So I really do think he's going to be here for a, for a long period of time. Right. Like if they treat trade him, it could be down the line. It could be a few years from now, but like you said, it's, it's not going to be this season. It's not going to be after this contract and probably won't be anytime soon. So that's a very good thing for us and for Diamondbacks fans and for the Diamondbacks. So uh, I think it's a win all around. Um, and you can get more information on that over at gophnx.com. If you haven't signed up to become a member yet, sign up to become an annual member. That way you get incredible uh, journalism from us or from Jesse. Uh, and then you get stuff from me also, uh, but also all of our team. We have an amazing team over here. Sign up, become a member. That way you don't not only get that, but you get uh, discounts over at the phnxlocker.com as well as uh, access to our members only discord where we chat about things like this. Uh, most importantly, if you sign up for an annual membership, you'll get your free t-shirt over at the phnxlocker.com. And while you're there, pick up one of these sweet ass hats. Look at that thing. It's amazing. It's high quality. Beautiful. We have our logo all on the inside. Jesse's mad because he doesn't have one yet. Um, I am pretty mad. Yeah, and it's got the PHNX <laughs> logo on the inside of the bill. That's fire right there. You wow, really it, wow, it's pretty great. I love this hat. I'm gonna be wearing it a lot, and you can too by getting yours over at the phnxlocker.com. Uh, it's amazing. It celebrates our city. It celebrates us. Uh, it pr- it shows you're a constituent of the mayor of PHNX, by the way. Uh, and more importantly, it's it it's like the t-shirts it's comfortable it's well fitting it makes you a, a better person by wearing it um also uh go over to uh if, if you're not interested in the annual membership sign up to become uh, a month-to-month member and you'll get your first month for just 50 cents no t-shirt but we'll give you that first month as an appetizer for 50 cents so uh join us yes hats hats 
Hats, hats, hats. This is the hat. It's got the PHNX logo <laughs> all over it. I hope you guys go get it right now. That's right. Um, but yeah, we'll have a story up on Cattell Marte uh, this evening on the extension. Uh, more on what was said by both Marte and Hazen. And really just uh, kind of a love fest for Cattell. It was a great day. It was great to see him out at the yard. Uh, signing autographs. He looked to be in a great mood. And he talked about being healthy a lot. And that's something that was exciting to see uh, is he's mm. just feeling great, you know, and uh, that's something that Tori Lavolo also said about Zach Gallon, who will be making yeah. his first start of spring. They the Lavolo said Zach Gallon is throwing very hard, and I don't know what that means, but I don't know if it's just uh you know hyping it up. But he, you know, they they just said they they need to ramp him up still. They need to get him ready, but it doesn't sound like Zach Gallon is uh, having any issues with the heat. I'm really curious what that looks like. Like, like, are we talking 90, 96, 97? Like, yeah. yeah. Zach Gallon throwing like, upper nineties is an absolute, this is an absolute nightmare for opposing hitters. So I am yeah. excited to yeah. see what he looks like in, in his first outing. Well, you asked me about Corbin Smith out at the Dodgers and he looked very strong. He has a nice Corbin, Corbin Martin. Corbin Martin. <laughs> what did I say? You said Corbin Smith. <laughs> oh, I guess I, that's I like half, like half Pavin yeah, Smith. Yeah, half yeah sure. Corbin Caleb Martin. Smith. Or, yeah. No, Corbin yeah. Martin had a great, uh, he, he had a great outing against the Dodgers and uh, uh, honestly was really hitting his spots. Had a, had yeah. a fastball working, uh, I think upper 90, 96, 97, something like that. So really good outing for him against the tough Dodgers team, to be honest, even though, you know, sometimes the numbers don't show it, but for a spring outing against the full actual Dodgers starting lineup, he did pretty solid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you gotta really feel sorry. Go I was just gonna say you got you gotta feel really sorry for those guys who come in and make their first spring training, you know, their first Cactus League start, and of course, it's like this loaded Dodgers lineup. Right? It's basically the best lineup of all time. It's not a it's single really, like uh, minor leaguer uh, in there. Not anybody yeah. working on some stuff. Nobody's got a day yeah. off. It was just literally like I think uh, I forget. They're like the, it was stacked all the way top to bottom. It was crazy, but um, yeah, uh, Zach Davies today, eh, not so, not 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 so much, not such a, a sharp outing. But said he was working sure. on stuff. Um, it's it's been kind of we got to talk to him in the clubhouse. It's been kind of a uh, ex, uh like a crazy process for him. You know, like this not only is spring yeah. so fast, but he got traded and he has to get ready. Uh, he has to acclimate to a new team. There's just a lot of stuff going on for him right now. I just wonder, even though he has been brought on as a starter and will start, um, how, how long of a leash is he going to have? Because the mm. Diamondbacks have a lot of guys that were vying for that fifth starter spot, um, including Corbin Martin. So I just yeah. have to wonder um, what the Diamondbacks, what their course of action is there if Zach Davies isn't the answer for that fifth starting rotation spot and and how mm. long until they make that decision. That's a good question. Um, I, think I, I think there are some guys who you could use in the bullpen pretty easily, um, and I'm not sure if Zach Davies is one of them. He's not the type of guy who would see you know, a significant bump in stuff. If he, if he moves to the bullpen, he's just not really that kind of pitcher. I think he's best used 
um, as a guy who can give you length in a, in a starting rotation. Um, so, you know, if it comes down to a Corbin Martin or a Zach Davies, Corbin Martin's the type of guy who could be throwing 98, you know, in, in the bullpen. So, yeah. you know, maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe he's a little bit more, more of a better fit for that role, but yeah, I don't think anything is guaranteed for Zach Davies after a pretty rough year, uh, last season. And, uh, you know, hopefully he's able to bounce back and, and be more like the guy he was in San Diego in 2020 when he was, he didn't look like a back end starter. I mean, he looked a lot better than that. So, uh, you know, it's in there with Zach Davies. And again, I really think the Diamondbacks want, once again are leaning on the idea of Brent Strom working with these guys. I talked to him today. He, again, every everybody seems excited to work with Brent Strom, and I I, I don't think anybody's going to give any different answer anyway. But there's there's a legitimate <laughs> like lighting up that people yeah do when people when talk you bring about up him. Brent Strom right. It's why I like to ask people about him because pitchers love this guy, and yeah. uh, I mean I, I'm not expecting anybody to really like I said, give me any negative feedback. Yeah. As far no as, one's going to you know, say they hate him no matter no, what. Yeah, this guy's it's still asshole. like there's still him, it's the worst, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing, right? But at the same time, um, he's, he's kind of a bit of a legend as far as pitching coaches go. And yeah, I, I feel like some guys have different perspectives on, you know, working with him, but I, I feel like the idea here is, is that he can essentially make everybody better. We know that's not the case, right? Not everybody is going to be coached up, and, and that's the way, you know, because if if that was so, then another team would have thrown, like, billions of dollars at Brent Strom if, if guys could literally be coached up to being great. It just, there's <laughs> there's a couple of those guys in the rotation that we know have so much potential at greatness uh, mm. that that's the guys that, you know, you think Brent Strom can get to that level. Guys like Zach Davies, no offense to him, but could, like you said, they could be a very, very good starting rotation pitcher uh, with the benefit of of pitching a pitching coach like this. You know, better yeah. possibly than they've been at any point in their career as a major leaguer. Just sometimes guys go through injuries, and there's just there's some things that they don't bounce back from. I'm surprised you you're not talking about Paven Smith and him going the other way today, Derek. I know you're. Oh, I had it on my it. schedule. Are you kidding me? He beat the shift twice, Jesse. Yeah. He beat the shift <laughs> twice. I still get stuck on Paven Smith because I know, like I said earlier, you're not a big guy that believes he's part of the core yet because he, he could still be. Has a, he could be. He yeah, could, he could be right, but not yet. And we still haven't found like a home for him permanently. Uh, if if he really was that good. You know, he he would probably have a home, but at the same time, it seems like Lavola does everything he can to keep him on the field. Then you have veterans saying things like that kid knows the the strike zone better than most umpires. Like that right, right there right. is the one compliment that I've heard from Josh Reddick. I've heard from David Peralta. I've heard like there are people who legitimately believe that if Paven Smith argues with the umpire over a call that the umpire is wrong because there's no way <laughs> Paven Smith, because he's, he's honest. Part of it is that he's really, he's really calm, right? He's, he, he, he's not, an yeah, argument he's not going to argue all the time. He, yeah. yeah. So when he does, it's usually because he feels like he's right. But the, the idea of his eye for the batter's box and what he knows as far as the strike zone goes is, is something that like, I don't know, you, you hear a lot about guys and their power and their hitting and whatever, with Paven, it's more of like psychological and how good he is just at the plate, how how good yeah. his eye is, things like that. I feel like 
that's just a matter of putting everything together soon enough for him. Because if you're mm. that good at controlling the strike zone or, or at least knowing the strike zone, not controlling it, but knowing it as a batter up there, eventually it's got to translate over once you can connect those, the power, the hitting, and and that that eye you have for success for him, at least more success than we've seen him have at the plate up to this point. I was digging into some Paven Smith numbers yesterday. I looked at his minor league numbers in the Diamondbacks organization. I looked back at his college numbers. I believe it was at University of Virginia, um, where he was a, a very highly touted prospect for a while there. And yeah, he's a fascinating case. Um, Paven Smith has never really hit for much power at any level, but he's always been like you're talking about. You know, his batting average has always been very high throughout basically his entire his entire career, both professionally and in college. Um, this this microphone's giving you problems. The, mic, the mic absolutely <laughs> hates me, Jesse. It's floating away. <laughs> it's doing everything. There it goes. It's gone. Uh, <laughs> anyway but but anyway anyway no you're good you're good so yeah it's Paven Smith is the type of guy that I'm definitely not I'm definitely not here to say that Paven Smith is is not part of the core moving forward I think we just need to see more and and you know what you're talking about with him going the other way today you know obviously that's something that that not that many hitters can do I think the big question for him Derek moving forward is can he find a way to tap into his power? Can he find yeah. a way to start hitting gappers, to start hitting home runs? Because the one trend throughout his career professionally, and even somewhat in college compared to some other numbers I've looked at, is he's never really showcased that much in-game power. And for a guy who plays first base and right field, at some point, you kind of have to in order to stay in this league for a long time. So right. that's, that's, that's the where question that, moving forward. That That's where that guy lives. That guy lives in right field. He lives at first base. So if you're not mashing the ball, then, I mean, you have to. Yeah. The, the only other option there is for you to just be hit for very high batting average, right? Which is possible, which is possible. And that's, I think, more, like the more saying. likely case. But if he can link, like you said, the power and, and all of that together, I, I just, I really, there's something about him that seems like he has it, it all and it's starting to come together, right? So, again, it's yeah. going to be great to see what this coaching staff can do for someone like him, you know, Joe Mather as a, as a hitting coach and what Jeff Bannister and Tori Lovello can collectively get together and do for these guys. It's, it's exciting. And I know, again, we're cautiously optimistic about this season, but it's a little bit more fun to be that way than, than to kind of be oh, yeah. criticizing and because it's easy, right? They, they haven't done enough to make themselves a better team right now. What they truly are banking on is how this coaching staff can squeeze the potential out of these players who they feel they, you know, acquired because are talented. They feel like they're scouting and everything that put this team together up to this point was done for a reason. It wasn't like this team was expected to lose 110 games last season. So now they want to see like, what can they do? What can they do healthy? What can they do with a good coaching staff? What can Cattell Marte do with a full season at second base instead of moving around at shortstop and center field and everywhere else, you know, he's just too agreeable. He's too nice. That guy. It's one thing again, that Hazen brought up was like, we ask him to do anything and he'll do it. It's like, yeah, well maybe that's part of the problem. Maybe we we shouldn't be asking him to do anything. You could probably get Cattell Marte to like convert to a pitcher. If like, like if you really, if you really tried, if he needed (laughs) like, yeah, in in like a 20 to two 
you know, beat down and they needed to throw someone out there as a relief pitcher just to save some some bullpen yep. arm. I'd I'd see a one two combination of David Peralta and Cattell Marte, and neither guy would bat an eye about getting out there to do it. Um <laughs> you guys, of course, know what season it is. It is college hoop season, and you can get down on the action over at the DraftKings Sportsbook app uh with our code of PHNX by turning your team's victory into your own big win. Bet just $5 on any College Hoops team to win their game. Use our code of PHNX, and if they do, you will win $200 in free bets. It's that simple over at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Existing customers can get down on same-game parlays, multiple-game parlays, whatever props you want to get in on. The more legs you add, the more money you win. It's simple as that. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use our promo code of PHNX, bet $5 on any college hoops team to win, and get $200 in free bets if they do. If they win, you win over at the DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code PHNX. 21 and over only, Arizona only, gambling problem, dial 1-800-NEXT-STEP, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit required, eligibility restrictions apply, see DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. And Jesse, I, I had fun out at... Uh, Sloan Park, which is a beautiful park, by the way. I've really been enjoying. These day games are killing me. They're taking a lot out of me um, because the sun and everything. But the day was cloudy. Oh, it's like it was like kind of cloudy. Yeah, it was a little yeah. cloudy. It was a little rain. It was kind of nice. It was a beautiful day. These are the days we hold on to as Phoenicians, right? Because we know these days are limited. These days, the, yeah. <laughs> these days are literally numbered, Jesse. But today, I got a chance to hook up with Clark the Cub. And we had a little bit of a, of, a, of video film off, I guess you could say. Wow. Yeah. Hey, Clark. What's up, buddy? <laughs> I got. I'm filming you. No, I'm filming you. No, I. No, I'm filming you. Oh. See, I like the AirPods though. We're rocking. We're both rocking the AirPods. So. All right, my man. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice, right? It was a nice That's moment. Amazing. <laughs> but then, like, I heard Clark was talking trash about me and saying he was a better cameraman, or excuse me, camera bear than me. He had mm-hmm. to correct me. I stole his baseball glove. We have a very contentious relationship now. I'm, I'm actually selling it to uh, Fred Fredbird from the St. Louis Cardinals for some gooey oh. cakes. Yeah, so that's oh, great. But I have a. I this made me realize that I'm not going to let these mascots punk me anymore, Jesse. I'm not going to let them no, try to show me up. Um, so I'm introducing something I like to call the mayor's mascot challenge. Uh, oh, I'm gosh, challenging. <laughs> I'm challenging any MLB mascot uh, in existence. I don't care who it is to to whatever they do well, whatever they think they do well. I know I can do better, right? He's a camera bear. Come on. I want to see his footage. I didn't see a cord attached to that camera. I'm not calling him out for it being a fake or nothing, but I want to see the footage is all I'm saying. I didn't see it up on the board. I don't see it on his Twitter account. You can see uh, what what I got. And yes, the base on those AirPods are bumping. I heard it from quite a distance away, but uh, I did enjoy Clark the Cubs company, uh, but I'm, I'm challenging anybody. If Baxter... Wants to, I don't know. I don't know what's Baxter. Dude, do you're gonna challenge you're gonna challenge Baxter or I'll own? challenge Baxter. I'll ch- I'll okay. challenge anybody. I'll challenge Orbit to like a prank off. I'll challenge any mascot. I because I know I'm better than them, Jesse. That's what I know. They're mascots. That's fair. They're made yeah. out of felt. Come on. I'm a human being. All right. I'm just saying. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for baseball season. And honestly, uh, again, this is an open challenge to any mascot that thinks that they want to take like 
the mayoral title for me. Um, they're going to have to beat me in some sort of game or I don't know. Is the freeze still a thing in Atlanta? I don't want to, I don't want to race the freeze. That's something no. I don't know if you qualify. Yeah. As you want to be careful before you go down that road, but that's a whole, I think yeah. you, could, that's... you could beat a lot of mascots and a lot of things, Derek. I, I, yeah, like I just like won't decapitate any of them. That's right, Josh. Thank you. We know better than that. Oh man. But thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you for being in the comments. Uh, we thank you for being a Diamondbacks fan. Thank you for supporting Cattell Marte's extension. Of course, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at cap underscore caveman with a K. Jesse is at Jesse and Friedman. Our show, the premier coverage in uh, spring training coverage for the Arizona Diamondbacks is at PHNX underscore D-backs. But of course, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports. And that's on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you're listening to us right now on your favorite audio podcasting app, please subscribe to us there. Leave us a five-star review if you haven't done so already. Also, go over to our YouTube channel, PHNX Sports. Uh, sign up for uh, sign up there. Subscribe there. Sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss any of the content coming out from our amazing PHNX staff, including Shane and the ASU team, uh, which they're my favorite. Well, besides the Coyotes and besides the Suns. And there's a <laughs> ranking system that I want to get into because I feel like it's going to hurt people's feelings. But anyway, uh, <laughs> sign up. That way you don't miss any of the content from all these wonderful people. Yeah, I know. See, it's too late for that, but... Uh, we thank you guys again so much for checking out the show. On behalf of Jesse and myself, we appreciate you watching. And remember, kids, baseball it's, is fun, but it's so much more fun when you sign your star player to a long-term extension.